Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Reverend Isaac, for leading us all into the presence of the Lord with that wonderful worship. And uh, thank all of you also for being here today on this Sunday. I'm so excited to be able to share with you some uh, uh, nuggets from Scripture, some teachings from the Word of God. In fact, I've titled this sermon today, Five Valuable Lessons from a Nighttime Boat Ride. Five Valuable Lessons from a Nighttime Boat Ride. And this is a story that we've heard and probably read many, many times, uh, found in the book of John chapter 6, uh, where Jesus went out. Uh, the disciples actually went out after Jesus' teaching and the feeding of the, the 5,000. They go off on this boat across the Sea of uh, Galilee, which actually isn't a sea. It's a huge, gigantic lake. And he, they went across uh, to Capernaum. And as they were going across the waters, all of a sudden, a storm started to rage. And uh, Jesus, who had been left behind, all of a sudden, they see him walking to, toward them. And they became filled with fear. They were paralyzed. They didn't know. They were afraid. And they were rowing and rowing, it says in Scripture, for so long, frantically. And all of a sudden, they see this uh, image in the mist, in the storm. And it's Jesus walking on top of the water toward them, which is a miracle in itself. I won't spend too much time on that because that's an entirely different preaching because of what comes out of there. And they said that, and then Jesus tells them, do not be afraid. And then they recognize them. And it says in the text that then Jesus uh, came onto the boat. And when he came onto the boat, immediately they found the shores of Capernaum. A powerful story. And, and John renders it different than we read it, read it in the complementary harmony of the Gospels. But nonetheless, his version is so interesting. And from this simple story, uh, I want to extract five teachings, five lessons that we can get from this nighttime boat ride that actually will help us in facing 2021. Uh, this Sunday, we stand here, still in the month of January, not sure of where things are with the pandemic and not sure when vaccinations will be readily available uh, and even still impacted by what we saw happening in our nation's capital uh, last Wednesday. And we're peering forward at this new year, not sure of what or what or how to move forward. Well, I want to use this story to bring a powerful teaching that I think will help us in facing the challenges that are raging before us in this uh, 2020 year. The first thing that I learned from this story is that we need to learn that we don't move too quickly to the next thing in 2020. we got to be careful that we don't jump too fast. It says in verse 16, when evening came, his disciples went down to the lake where they got into the boat and set off across the lake for Capernaum. That's what they did. They ran down at the end of Jesus' teachings, and then Jesus had fed the, the, uh, the uh, uh, 5,000, and the crowd was very excited about what they had witnessed, and they were so excited that almost by revolt, they wanted to now declare king, uh, Jesus king. And he, it says in Scripture that he got away from them because that, that was not what he was about, not that kind of king. And so the, the disciples were filled with energy, and they were ready to go, and, and they ran down to the lake, and they got in the boat, but they moved too quickly, and they actually left Jesus behind. So the first lesson that I want, that I want us to learn is we need to slow down this year. Now you say, 
Pastor Mark, you're telling us to slow down in a period where we've been locked up in our house. I don't mean slow down in that physical sense. I mean that too often we rush into things without thinking all the elements through, and then at the end we end up crashing. We, we march through without yet having the healing of what happened in 2020. And we start applying some of the same initiatives and ideas that we had in 2020 into this new year. We're too, too quick. Slow down. When we move too quickly into the next best thing of 2021, we'll end up crashing. Uh, we need to slow down. Last year is over, but there's still some residual inside of us. We need to be careful that we're not fully prepared. We might not be fully prepared or ready to march into the new year. When we rush like that, we end up messing things up. We need to seek patience now as we embark on this year. Seek patience now with our family, our loved ones. You know, because what happens is uh, we can't be rushing too quickly into a new relationship this year or a new project this year or, or, or a new endeavor this year. Not that we shouldn't do it. I, I'm just saying slow down for a moment. Slow down. Let patience be inside. Let, let, let patience help me to control even my hormones and your hormones that are, that are battling inside. Oftentimes we move too quickly. And what we learn from this is the disciples went ahead of themselves and actually left Jesus behind. The second lesson that I learned from this is found in verse 17. By now, it was dark. They were now on their boat uh, in the lake uh, and headed toward Capernaum, and it was dark. And, it, and we have to realize that darkness for fishermen back then is much different than today because of all the technology and equipment that vessels have. They can navigate through the dark. You can, an airplane can fly through the dark. But back then, it, it was very, very dangerous. It says that um, by now it was dark. And Jesus had not joined them. So the first lesson is slow down. Don't be too quick. The second lesson that I learned from the story is it is very dangerous to leave Jesus outside of your 2021 journey. Don't leave him outside the boat because it can be fatal for you and those that are with you. They rushed, left Jesus behind. It says by now it was dark and Jesus had not yet joined them. And it was dark, so no, new, no other boats were going to leave the beach to go out into the sea because it was dark. That's why Jesus, in, in John's rendition, needed to walk on the water to get to them. And sometimes we have to realize that it is too dangerous out there for you to leave Jesus behind. It is too dangerous to, to leave Jesus behind outside of your family, outside of your profession, outside of your work, outside of your, your, the plans that you have for this year. Make sure that you do not leave him outside of the journey of your boat for 2021. Situations can become very dark and very dangerous very quickly. And particularly when you don't have the Lord by your side, there's ups and downs in, in, uh, in life. And we sometimes embark on a situation. We embark on a project. We embark on, an, embark on an idea. We decide we're going to move. We're going to buy a home, whatever it might be. And we forget to include Jesus in the boat of our lives. Don't do that. Be careful. It is very, very dangerous. The third lesson that comes out and speaks to me on this is not only to slow down, be patient, don't move too quickly, and not only don't leave Jesus outside your 2021 journey, but listen to this one. Work will always be harder without Jesus in the boat. Look at verses 18 and 19, and you will see how this comes out. Work will always be harder. If you leave Jesus out of your plans, you're going to work twice as hard 
and only and, and, and just impede your progress. That's what you're going to do. Sometimes it's better to wait upon the Lord, make sure that he's involved, and then you, you, you know, it's like the person that is anxious to get married, anxious to get married, and they want to go ahead of themselves rather than wait, wait on God's timing is perfect. The right person will be out there for you. Oftentimes when we go too fast, we end up doing the wrong thing and ruining other people's lives as well. Work will always be harder. It says in verse 18, a strong wind was blowing and the waters grew rough. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they were going around in circles, working hard. They were working hard. And that's when things started to get from bad to worse. Without Jesus in your boat, you will wander around and around in life. Without Jesus in, the boat, in, in your boat, you will end up crashing and burning more often than you need to. Without Jesus in the boat, your work will continue to increase and increase and never get anywhere. When trouble arises, don't waste your energy doing 360s. Oftentimes we, we use that phrase without thinking through what 360 means, that you turn around and end up in the same exact location that you're at. When troubles arrive, don't waste your energy, your time, your creativity, your ideas, your, 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 your passion. Don't waste it. Let Jesus be in the boat with you. Seek out Jesus first. By doing that, you will actually save yourself, save yourself time, pain, and troubles. When you include him in your planning, it may seem like everything has stopped. But you know what? He has a way of accelerating your progress, accelerating, accelerating your, your prosperity and your blessing. If you feel like you're wandering around in 2021, you probably left Jesus in 2020. You need to go back there and get him. Because right now we've a few weeks into this year and already you're feeling that uneasiness, that uncertainty of moving forward. Perhaps uh, you left Jesus on December 31st. You need to go get him and bring him into your plans now, the things you're going to do now. And we hear it. People keep saying, when the pandemic is over, I'm going to do such and such and such and such and such and such. Make sure that the Lord is in all of those plans that you have. Otherwise, you'll be working yourself tired, working harder than you need to simply because you left the Lord out. So that's the third one. The fourth one that I have is verse 19. And into 20, where it says the following in the latter part of verse 19, 19b, into 20. Look at what it says. It says, then Jesus approached the boat, walking on the water, and they were frightened. But he said to them, it is I, don't be afraid. The fourth teaching from this nighttime boat ride is that fear will stop you from letting Jesus in your new year. Fear. It paralyzes you, doesn't let you move forward. You might be surprised at how miracle-working Jesus all of a sudden appears on a scene in your life. You may not even believe it's him. That's what happened to the disciples, actually. They didn't believe that it was him. They didn't have faith that what they were seeing was actually Christ. How many times do we bypass the miraculous in our lives simply because we're fearful to embrace that that the Lord is giving us? Just prior to this, the disciples had experienced that wonderful miracle of the feeding of the 5,000 with five fish and, I mean, five loaves of bread and, and two fish. An incredible, incredible miracle. The people were, were, were effervescent, the public there, when they saw what was going on. They called him, Jesus is a prophet. And they wanted to forcefully make him king. But what happened? They couldn't, after that, they couldn't even recognize the Lord 
walking on the water, coming to them, and then fear took over. You and I need to realize, church, that we need to manage fear. Right now, we're going through those episodes, the ebb and flows of fear and panic and anxiety. Those will come. That's part of the cycles of life. But we need to get to a place where we don't let that paralyze us into moving forward into 2021. I think we should be praying for wisdom in how 21 is going to unfold. That's what we're doing in the 21 days of praying and fasting, that God will allow us to experience revival, that God would keep this church, that God will allow us to relearn and learn new things of how to do things new. We need to do that, but we need to not let fear stifle us and stop us from moving forward. Right now, and we, I know I'm going through that, we, we're not able to meet for worship, and soon we will, but we're not able to meet for worship but I'm already planning in, in, uh, well into 2021, in the second half of 2021, and, and onward and onward. Not fearful. It's not going to stop here. This is not going to stop us from doing what God has ordained for us to do. We'll be around, uh, but oftentimes fear stops us because we, we will let it stop us. We don't recognize that Jesus not only is involved in our lives, but wants to be involved in our lives. The last one that I want to talk about, because I've talked about don't move too quickly. Uh, it's dangerous to leave Jesus outside of your 2021 journey. Work will always be harder when you don't include Jesus in the boat. Fear will stop you from letting Jesus in 2021. The last one is, is, is the miracle part of this verse. Look at this, verse 21. There's a powerful transition, and then we'll go to a moment of prayer. They're in the boat. The disciples are in the boat. They see Jesus. They don't know he's there. They've been working hard, miles and miles of paddling, not getting anywhere. The, storm, the waves are raging. The storm is raging. And they're uh, in a moment of panic because they allowed themselves to be overcome by fear. And it says in verse 21, listen to this. It says, then they were willing to take him into the boat. You've got to be willing, church. He knocks on the door of your life. Coming in is your decision. Letting him come in is your decision, my decision. It says there that they, they were now willing to take him into the boat. And as soon as he came into the boat, immediately the boat reached the shore where they were heading. Before they were paddling miles and miles and miles, working hard because the Lord wasn't in the boat. The fifth lesson is then this. Things will get immediately better for you in 2021 once you let Jesus in. Once you let him climb into your life, climb into your family, uh, uh, your family life, climb into your business and your finances. Once you invite, willingly allow the Lord to come in, things will get immediately better. What the disciples were trying to accomplish by their own human, human efforts, and by the way, by their skills, because some of them were skilled fishermen, they were not able to accomplish because their strength, their gifting, their skill was not enough to get them to the other side. They needed to have Jesus involved in their lives. They needed to willingly bring him in. My encouragement today as we embark on this year, it's January, the beginning of the year, we're just, you know, weeks into this new year. Let him in now. Things will become immediately. It says immediately they were able to get through the storm. Now, John doesn't tell us that the Lord quieted the wind or anything like that. He just says that when the Lord walked in, all of a sudden, poof, they were there on the shores of Capernaum. We need to realize that in our lives, oftentimes, we don't get to the destination that God has for us 
because we have not fully embraced him and allow him to be in our lives in every sense of the word. I want to invite you and urge you tonight with these five lessons. Start the year right. Invite the Lord into your heart. Receive him as your king. Receive him as the gift of God the Father to mankind and to you. Let him come into your heart. All God wants for you is the best. And as we see in the story, when Jesus is involved in every area of your life, things will happen. Don't let this year be a repetition of last year. 2021 can very well be the miracle year for you. It could very well be the, the year when things start to turn around dramatically and miraculously. But you got to let Jesus in. I hope you do that today. I hope that on this Sunday you decide to embrace the Lord in your heart, embrace the Lord in your family. Let Include him rather than exclude him in your journey. And you will see that you will get to the shores of the other side. Father, I thank you for these moments that I have to share with my brothers and sisters on this Sunday. And Lord, I pray for my friends and, and those that are listening to us today and watching us that they might embrace you as their Lord and Savior. I send the prayer, Lord, of redemption and the prayer of repentance over those that listen to me right now. Oh, Lord, hear their plea and their cry. Forgive, Lord, of sins and allow this to be the beginning of a new journey, Father, a journey filled with blessings because now you're in the boat. I pray, Lord, for that this year, although it might seem bleak to some and impossible for others, but, Lord, we're going to be all right as long as we invite you into the boat of our lives. So I pray, Lord, for my brothers and sisters and for the church today that we may not, Lord, get into the rut of thinking it's the same old, same old all the time. No, Lord, as long as you're involved in our lives and our planning, Lord, we can't help but be blessed because you will bring those blessings our way. I thank you, Father, as I pray this over our people those that watch us, those that worship here, and those that are watching us from distant places, bless them, dear Lord, as we strive to apply these five valuable lessons from a nighttime boat ride. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.